Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. Shireen Zemo here with you today, and I am beyond thrilled to introduce you to my guest today, Ms. Tamila Kuchkarova. Tamila is a Dubai-based artist whose work mainly revolves around empowering women. She's put out an exhibition as well as a photography book by the name of Girls, which is dedicated to all the powerful women in her life. And she recently launched a platform called No Boys Allowed for all the women that are into sneakers and streetwear in the Arab world. Tamila, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much. So, Tamila, um, our listeners would love to get to know you a little bit better. Could you share with us your journey? What brought you to your specific career path? Um, so, I've been taking pictures for about overall six, seven years. But mm-hmm. I've been pretty much taking it seriously for the past probably two to three years. Ever since I got a brand new camera from one of my mom's dates. That's <laughs> 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 when my photography career kind of taken off. Okay. And yeah. um, what got you into the love for sneakers and streetwear? Uh, I guess just the comforts of it all, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, I've been basically in the skating community I could say like I've been Mm -hmm. hanging out with skaters since I was about 12 13 and um I just remember hanging out with my best friends like both of us were just this crazy tomboys and the only thing that would make us happy that would just fuel us would be sneakers and skating Uh So I remember just begging my mom for, for, for my first pair of sneakers. And it, like, I just had like two of my favorite brands when it came to skating shoes, which yeah. were DC and Osiris, mainly because both are very, very bulky. And I love that whole, uh, I guess, vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I, in the end, managed to convince her to get me both of those pairs can't remember which one's first though because sometimes I think it's DC and then sometimes it's a size but it was over 10 years back so honestly I can't remember (laughs) yeah I see but but now it's grown right from those two pairs you have a very impressive sneaker collection (laughs) I mean from then on I also had another like very very kind of key pair of sneakers which were the Reebok Kendrick Lamar's Mm. that I was pretty much uh, saving every penny like uh, counting every single like coin every term (laughs) to get that pair wow and um, the fact that like I managed to get it was just incredible for me it was like the biggest accomplishment and mainly because I could barely afford them too so Mm -hmm. having this collection now I can just mainly thank my husband (laughs) he loves uh, that's like his biggest thing like he loves treating me with with yeah so would you say that those are your favorite pair of sneakers right now the Kendrick ones I know uh considering how old they are definitely not (laughs) they're about (laughs) they're about six years five six years wow yeah yeah 
So definitely not. My favorite pair still change from day to day. <laughs> so what's your favorite pair right now? Probably the Melody Hassani Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. Just because of how the fact that there's a girl behind it, a girl designed right. it. You know what I mean? And the design itself is just so different from anything anyone's ever seen. I mean, it has a a watch on it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And both of the pairs are like have two different sets of colors, so it's it's beautiful. It's so creative. Yeah. Are they bulky as well? Just like you like them? I. Uh, surprisingly no they're just high okay they're, they're like kind of high they're the jordan one high so mm, i see yeah um so to switch topics a little bit let's talk about your social media you have quite a large following on instagram did it surprise you when your number of followers first started growing i mean i can i think i would have to credit all of my friends I mean, I don't consider my following to be that big, considering my friends' followings in mm-hmm. a way. So it just happened slowly and gradually throughout time from spending time with one friend and then another friend posting and then another friend and doing a wedding, which kind of brought a lot of attention. Yeah. <laughs> which is- wasn't on purpose it was by accident but yeah it kind of kind of brought a lot to us as well as the exhibition that I planned so it was just it was very gradual uh, growth but yeah I'm slightly proud of it (laughs) oh (laughs) you should be for sure um so speaking of your wedding I read about it and uh I mean I I I gotta tell you it was something pretty cool not gonna lie I was pretty impressed yeah um I know that you had one specific rule for anyone attending yeah so they yeah. had to wear sneakers, obviously, because you're a sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 that was like a very, very strict rule. Mainly so my husband and I wouldn't look crazy wearing sneakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what we had to make everybody else around us also wear them. Well, I mean, it looked really cool, so. <laughs> thank you. A lot and you of look my, beautiful. Most my thank you most of my bridesmaids were really angry about it i thought a lot of people would be somewhat relieved to wear sneakers yeah. and not be forced to wear heels and everything but a couple of my bridesmaids were just they wanted to wear their gucci or ysf <laughs> heels and everything so like i kind of ruined their their whole vibe <laughs> yeah but i guess it's your day so you don't have to feel yeah, bad yeah. about that <laughs> I, honestly, I was very selfish on the day. Yeah, too. as you should. <laughs> um, so you also mentioned yeah. your um, your exhibition, right, for your photo book, Girls. Yeah. Tell us yeah. what inspired you to create the book. Um, well, the entire the entire process, I can tell you from the beginning, it was just very much improvised. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were just sitting with a friend of ours late at night at his uh, restaurant, just brainstorming, talking about different ideas. And then he asked me, would I be down to do an exhibit at his store? Like he has a store slash restaurant. It's okay. called Frame. So oh, like I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's in Design District. Mm-hmm. 
and um so i was like yeah sure definitely why not and that before that moment i never really did an exhibit exhibition with anyone really so i i agreed to do it but then it didn't feel right it didn't feel like it was really enough in a way so i told him i want to put out a book too and i don't know why at that point it seemed like such an easy thing to just <laughs> read a book and create, like plan an entire exhibition all by myself and as well as like exhibition alone wasn't really enough i had to do an entire lineup of artists oh my god <laughs> to perform on the day which was, thank god i was blessed with so many girlfriends that are just so talented like wow. from an r&b singer to a jazz singer to dj's so like i managed to create an entire lineup of female artists <laughs> for the wow. for the exhibit too but then the overall the entire process of planning everything and creating a book and it like i managed to do it all in 2 months oh, like wow. that was that was probably one of my biggest accomplishments i didn't think until the last minute that i'd be able to do it like i pretty much got the books themselves on the day of the exhibit <laughs> i wow. don't know how it would turn out <laughs> nothing like i was risking it all basically <laughs> but then it worked yeah. out right yeah thank god it's great I, oh. I still don't know how but Oh my god, it's just my luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I I, I want to say something apart from wow, but all I can all I can seem to say is wow. Like, yeah, that's really it was impressive. So intense. It was very very intense. Like just immensely intense 2 months of creating the book. Imagine, yeah. Oh my god, sleepless nights and everything. So, it was worth it. It's definitely worth it. <laughs> So what inspired yeah. you, though, to focus mainly on women for the book? So I've been wanting to um, basically pay, pay respects, pay homage to my mom in uh -huh. one way or another. Especially right after I got married, I realized the amount of respect my mom deserves. <laughs> like, I don't know why. As soon as my girls leave their family, leave the nest, they realize like how important you know family or their parents are like how yeah. much to value them so that's when it kind of really kicked in as soon as i moved out i really realized how much respect my mom deserves so i was trying to figure out a way to show it to her if that makes mm -hmm. sense so after thinking about it for a couple of weeks i realized that's the best way i could do it by just doing an entire book for dedicated to her as well as dedicated to all these women in my life and by that point i've only been shooting for a year like mm -hmm. i've only been taking photography seriously for a year which is why like um basically every single picture every single thing every single image that was in the book it was like overall my portfolio of the past year of shooting oh, <laughs> that makes sense. okay yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. I, I get you um yeah. well it turned out really beautiful i've had a look through Thank and you. you did a great Thank job you. um and now to move on to your new um project that you've just recently yeah. launched or started which is no boys allowed um how did you decide yeah. on creating that uh so this is i've been wanting to 
basically find a group of girls a, a group of girls that uh, I could relate to you know what I mean yeah uh, growing up with not really first of all having too many girls by my side I was always I could always relate to boys in one way or another mm-hmm. but then also at the same time I was ridiculed by them in a way for my knowledge when it came to sneakers or for my style itself and it, it just wasn't that great and then the girls themselves would kind of ridicule or bully me too from what? another direction for not being feminine enough of course oh. which is like wow that's <laughs> which I'm sure everyone kind of goes through and yeah. then throughout time I managed to find girls that don't really care about appearance as much as the others mm-hmm. and um I'm still friends with them thankfully till now and it's just really great so it was just I was hoping to find a community or at least build one for years and I was hoping someone would do it for me in a way (laughs) all the time I thought someone would eventually start something uh, that would make me feel you know welcomed and everything I mean uh, there is a community already of sneakerheads and kids that are into streetwear and everything and they all come out during Soul DXB yeah but it doesn't feel that close to home considering there's nothing really for us girls. You know what I mean? Like it's still a very male dominated industry, which kind of always ticked me off. It always kind of made me mad, but I was like, all right, slowly with time, hopefully someone will change it. And no one really did. If that makes sense. So you took it upon yourself. Basically, <laughs> in the end, I was like, all right, no one's going to do it. I shall. And I, I know so many girls. I mean, I'm friends with so many girls that are into sneakers, into streetwear, that are based all around this region, all around the world, that are basically from this region. Mm-hmm. So it just felt strange yeah. for me not to bring all these beautiful girls that I know that I have in my life, bring all of them together and just create something great. <laughs> Make them feel uh, seen. You know what I mean? Part of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So hopefully, yeah. That's really beautiful though. I mean, you're right. Yeah. It is a very male dominant um, industry streetwear in general but i think that's been changing over the years now especially in 2020 no, I mean, very, very slowly very you're right yeah but, <laughs> but, I, but I, in this region it hasn't in this region it's still mm-hmm. very very dead i guess wow there's there are these uh like couple of girls uh in saudi a couple of girls in bahrain and kuwait and many girls in UAE mm-hmm. that are just, you know, that have in- insane, insane collections of sneakers, you know, they invest so much money into it. But thing is, I just want everyone else to know about these girls. I want everyone else to see their collections, see everything like they've basically built for themselves. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my aim. And the fact that, you know, nobody should be ridiculed for their knowledge of sneakers or being considered a tomboy or not feminine enough. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. That's the thing uh, with being a tomboy or a sneakerhead in this, not even this region, in this world, 
like being a female sneakerhead, you'll be ridiculed by men for not having enough knowledge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not having enough knowledge in this scene, in the culture or whatever. But then at the same time, you will be looked at in like, I mean, you will be also ridiculed by other girls for not having that femininity and everything to yourself. Right. Which is why like it's the best thing you can do is just focus on yourself, build a community, find a community you can relate to and just do you. <laughs> right. And now you've given other girls like you a platform or a community to yeah. feel a part of. Um, hopefully hopefully uh, more of them find us. Yeah. Well, for sure. Um, I think it, it, it will grow. I mean, I've seen you guys already picked up quite a few of followers. And I think, you know, the more yeah. people know about it, the more you grow your community. Thank <laughs> <laughs> um, you. So, uh, Tamila, you've been featured in quite a few popular publications, not just for your photo book, um, but now also for No Boys Allowed. Um, these are some pretty big accomplishments for, you know, for anyone. So how do you feel about it? Um, surprisingly, I've been very, I've been so busy since I announced NBA and since I've done all these interviews with all these publications which basically kind of didn't give me time to take it in (laughs) so but uh, most of these interviews were done by some of my closest friends which is why it hasn't really it didn't really kick in Mm -hmm. um, at all like it just felt like a conversation or just answering a couple of questions to one of my girlfriends you know what I mean it was just Really, really beautiful favors done by most of them. But it's so, exciting yeah. to see yourself in a magazine or um, just just yeah. featured online in a big publication. Definitely. Definitely. It's been super exciting. But, you know, when you just don't really have time to take in certain emotions, so you just walk around kind of in shock. Yeah. <laughs> That's been me in the past couple of months. Yeah. That's great, though. So how do you normally pick out which guests you want to invite for your video interviews that you do on NBA? Um, so for now, we're basically starting off with uh, girls that are serious sneaker collectors in this region. I mean, mm-hmm. mainly in the UV for now, but as soon as more and more girls will start coming back into the country especially Mm -hmm. girls from all around the region we'll start interviewing them too but for now we're just focusing on serious sneaker collectors based Mm -hmm. here okay do you have a specific target audience that you're trying to reach um just female sneaker heads okay um What about someone yeah. who's passion like enjoys sneakers but not necessarily qualified to call themselves yes. a sneakerhead? Yes, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So anyone who's into into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that loves the comfort of wearing sneakers, basically. And you don't necessarily have to be based here you can be based anywhere else but be from here you know what Mm -hmm. i mean that's true or based here 
but be from anywhere else. So it's basically anyone that's from the Arab world or based in the Arab world. I see. Okay. Um, So you were talking about being ridiculed and I want to touch on that again. So what, after going through something like that, um, what advice would you give other girls who might be going through the same thing, worried about expressing themselves through their fashion or not being feminine enough? Uh, do you literally because <laughs> I have a baby sister she's 12 years old Aww. and um, she's she's also a tomboy she's not very feminine or anything but and she loves sneakers so she got that that's from you then <laughs> I, I'd like to think so <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's like the one thing I always told her is not to listen to anyone, wear whatever she you feel comfortable wearing. Mm-hmm. Just, that's it. And I can sense even my mom from time to time forcing her to wear things that are pretty much out of her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I try to talk her out of it because it's, it, I just feel bad, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, just do whatever makes you most comfortable, wear whatever makes you feel most comfortable, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> it's all about you. It's all about how you feel. For sure. Yeah. And I think like, if you don't, take these people seriously then whatever they say stops affecting you right yeah you just yeah, 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 don't even course. let it get to you mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's really great advice yeah um so apart from streetwear and photography what are some of the other things that interest you um definitely music i've been like getting into creating playlists for my mm-hmm. friends here and there which has been really cute but one thing I've always dreamt of getting into is definitely DJing, considering how passionately I feel about music overall and just researching new music and everything. But um, it's just, it takes so much effort <laughs> in a way. My husband DJs, so I've been meaning to ask him to teach me, but yeah. also it's just the, it's, you need to invest so much time into it. Right. And you need to have so much patience for it. So I've just been creating playlists for now here and there okay. for my friends. Yeah. So that's been my kind of one of my interests. <laughs> that's that's a good one, though. I mean, um, but let's talk about your husband. I, I'm sorry, we haven't touched up on uh, that story yet. How did you guys meet and just, yeah, just share your, your love story? Um. So... <laughs> It's going to be kind of, uh, it's going to be either really funny or really cliche. So my <laughs> husband and I met at Soul TXB. <laughs> <laughs> the most perfect place for you. <laughs> literally, literally. Soul TXB 2016. So basically four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he pretty much ghosted me. Oh. I mean, uh, he was, it was, uh, he was working for his own brand that he founded which is called the anthology. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a first UAE-based skateboarding brand. Oh. So they make okay. skateboards and they make t-shirts and everything. So yeah. So he was with his brand with um, 
basically two of his friends that were working also at the stall. I mean, two guys that are also behind the brand. Mm-hmm. And um, these two friends of his were super nice to me the entire weekend. And I was basically working in the stall right next to his. Okay. If that makes sense. So two of his friends were just super nice to me the entire weekend, except for him. He was like basically ignoring me, <laughs> even though I brought so many different like famous artists to his stall. And I was like, this is a really nice like UAE based skateboarding brand. And like I knew the exact audience he would like to have, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, and yet he still ignored me. The wow. Yeah, at that time I was like, "Wow, um, really hard to get." <laughs> yeah, literally. So I was like, "Okay, he's just rude." And then literally throughout time, I just realized that he's just very, very shy. And um, we went out. I think a year after Seoul. Wow, um, a whole year. Uh, a whole year of hit of me like DMing him questions and like asking him trying to start a conversation and he would just ignore me <laughs> oh my god yeah and then uh, eventually I managed to ask him to give me a ride to an event that was happening and um he he was like all right fine <laughs> so he gave me a ride and he thought that's it like where I would get to the event and kind of leave him alone but I stuck around the entire night. I was talking to him and like trying to make a conversation happen. And uh, yeah, and then we went out after the events a couple of times and he asked me out and I was like, yay. <laughs> and then five months later, literally five All months later. hard work paid off. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It was, he, he really made me put in the work, you know. But five months later, he proposed. Wow. Yeah, and we've been together for almost three years now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's very cliche. I wouldn't say this is your typical... Yeah, but I mean, meeting at Soul DXB. <laughs> uh, that the location of it, yes. Yeah. The fact that he's into skate skating as well, also like yeah, wow, yeah. perfect. Um, but so cute. So wow, yeah, it's like he's literally my best friend. I'm just, I'm so happy. <laughs> like I'm so grateful to Soul DXB. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. Honestly, um, so. Now, apart from yourself, obviously, who would you recommend to our listeners that they should check out for inspiration in streetwear fashion here in the UAE? Literally all of my girlfriends, they're like, they're just so, their style is just the most inspiring thing to me. I mean, my best friend, Christina Kiselova mm-hmm. and uh, DJ Lutik and Parv. Parv Bar, <laughs> um, all these girls, I mean, their styles, are, their styles are just so different from one another and from mine, but then it, they're just so inspiring at the same time because they always push the, their own limit when it comes to fashion, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, there's still a couple more girls. There's this girl, uh, I'm literally going off my phone right now. So, look. <laughs> There's You're like, girl. who did I forget to mention? <laughs> yes, um, there's this girl, Araya, who's uh-huh. fashion. I mean, I shot her 
at least two times and she's like an literally my biggest muse in life <laughs> anything anything everything this girl has in her closet i mean anything she puts on herself is just so oh. like her her wardrobe her outfits everything is just so incredible so definitely her mm-hmm. and yeah I mean the the list can go on and on <laughs> honestly I'm yeah. sure that you'll feature some of them on NBA and then everyone oh, can 100%. go check them out yeah definitely definitely I do envy girls like that you know how I mean you probably don't have that problem I personally always oh. look at fashion like wow like how did they come up with putting that together and it just looks so bomb you know but then looking at them so whenever I look at them I'm like how did they achieve that like I would never even think of putting those things together and that it would look like that so I I really think it's a it's a talent that's very underrated but I have been seeing a lot more women here in Dubai, especially, um, just their fashion sense is like really impressive. Yeah, I mean, especially specifically with this girl, Araya. Mm-hmm. So she's originally Jordanian, I think, and um, she really made me understand the craft of to styling. Basically, that's another one of my interests that I forgot to mention. Um, styling. The reason why I've been like in the past year I've been having like this love-hate relationship with photography mm-hmm. and what really made me still stick to it till now and shoot is styling my photo shoots there's just so much fun that comes with it and this specific girl made me understand the craft you know what I mean to yeah. styling like her her styling skills are just incredible I mean, the way she styles herself is just out of this world, honestly. <laughs> Shout out to her. Yes. Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, Araya. Yes. <laughs> Apart from sneakers, I, I've gotten that that's obviously one of your favorite things to accessorize yeah. with. What would you say are some other things that you would you like to experiment with when putting together an outfit in terms of accessories? My favorite most favorite accessory is definitely earrings a pair of earrings Mm -hmm. like and mainly i really say mainly clear jewelry like clear acrylic jewelry that's definitely i could say my trademark anyone met me outside in real life definitely would have noticed that i mean i have clear yeah, I have clear earrings, uh, clear rings, clear watches, clear bracelets, wow. clear everything. So, but my favorite thing to really experiment with is, is definitely like those. Um, I guess very very loud and big earrings. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> like bulky earrings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. statement like. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's my favorite, favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, I love a good pair of hoops. I'm pretty basic, but I stick with uh, with just some hoops. Hoops are incredible. Oh, my God. Especially the thick ones, like when they're like proper thick, right. thick, the yeah. metal itself. Oh, my God. 
I feel like they really make an outfit come together. Sometimes all you need to do is put on a nice pair of hoops and like transforms your entire outfit. Definitely, 100%. (laughs) The jewelry, I mean, mainly earrings, they change everything, everything. They complete the entire outfit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I honestly, like, I can go out with no makeup, bare face, but I can never go out with no earrings. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's so strange. I don't mind going out with a bare face as long as I have these earrings to complete me and that's it. I'm <laughs> to complete you. <laughs> I swear. Even if it's like to throw out garbage or go out to get some groceries. Damn, so, that's extreme. Damn, girl, you really love your earrings. Yeah, which have been slightly difficult lately with the masks and everything oh yeah like every time they just they get stuck in my earrings and it's just so frustrating <laughs> my earrings are huge so they always get stuck especially if they're hoops oh mm-hmm. my god they always get all tangly in there it's just it's not oh, cute god. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um i in terms of tips what tips would you give um other passionate people that are interested in starting their own platform because you've gone through that now and um, what would you say are some of the difficulties and yeah just some tips i feel like the most difficult thing is kicking off with it you know starting mm-hmm. with it that's like because everything all the overthinking everything is just inside your head everything that all of your fears everything that comes with starting off any platform or any business is just your fear that's inside your head right like nothing no you don't even know what's about to happen you don't know what problems you're you will face once you start off but you just you just end up getting sucked into your own fears into your own insecurities into your own heads and you just you just sit there in one place kind of feeling stuck so the biggest advice is to just dive right in without Mm -hmm. even thinking about it nothing because I've been briefly just thinking about starting the entire platform and you know doing something dedicated to us girls and to sneakers for literally the longest time but Mm -hmm. The second I started discussing it with my friends and uh, one of my friends that helped me think of the name and he helped me a lot, just everything related to the platform. As soon as I got like these key points, I guess I needed to create a platform, I immediately just did it. Mm -hmm. And um, that's like the best thing you can do. Just dive right in don't overthink it whatever issue you will have later on you'll deal with it whenever time is right as long as you know what your i guess message is Mm -hmm. that's that's all that matters i mean people that trust your message and that relate to your message will come and support you you know what i mean nothing else matters except for that so yeah for sure yeah and like our our initial initial plan with nba and like with the entire platform and like the building the entire community was to start a sneaker shop for girls 
Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a female-only sneaker shop based in the. That would be world. awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it it kicks off. But that's why I felt like it was important to build a community first of girls that would be, you know, that would support us and be by our sides and help us come to life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for those really great tips and for sharing your journey with how you created your platform. Um, yeah. I do want to know a little bit more about you. So what are some things that you do on a daily basis, regardless of how busy you are? Definitely my skincare routines. <laughs> I take them quite seriously. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, considering the fact that I'm, a, I'm basically a housewife, Mm-hmm. So, and I'm based between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. So I'm in Dubai on weekends and I'm in Abu Dhabi on weekdays, okay. which is why like my days are always different considering the emirate that I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one thing that I do every single day, regardless of the emirates I'm in, is definitely skincare. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a really important thing to take care of. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mainly not even just for my skin or my face. It's mainly like I use it like therapy, you know? It's very, very therapeutic. That's yeah, like the only time of the day that I have to just, you know, focus on myself, just focus on my thoughts and just kind of... Me time. Me time, literally. Yeah. Do you have like it's a very really intense, long skincare routine or... Not necessarily. I just wash my face with like whatever cleanser I will find in like spinnies <laughs> and uh, and just use a cream moisturizer and that's it. Yeah, but it's very just important. the process of it. It's just so therapeutic. The entire process. It's just it feels so good. And you really feel like you're caring for yourself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Cute. It's, it's crazy how the the smallest things that you do for yourself can feel so special. Honestly, right? honestly. And especially being married, like I realized it, almost everything I do is for my husband. It's not necessarily for myself in a way. And I've been so lazy ever since the quarantine and COVID-19 happened and everything. I just so lazy to apply makeup and really you know put in the effort into how I look oh my god same <laughs> I can't of remember course. the last time I put on makeup <laughs> oh, so we wear masks I mean what's the point you put on yeah. a mask you put on a pair of shades and that you're good <laughs> or a pair <laughs> no of earrings yeah a pair of earrings <laughs> and you're good to go out that's it no one literally no one notices what's really happening under the that mask that's true. yeah <laughs> so that's why and the only thing that's been really making me feel good about myself is probably like skincare routines mm-hmm. so yeah that's nice who would you say in your life has inspired you and why um definitely my mom the most and then this just her she basically she's a single parent that's why i give her so much respect so much credit for everything Mm -hmm. all of my accomplishments like for a single parent to raise two daughters especially some like i've been 
quite rebellious my whole life. Really? And, um, yeah, I, I dropped out of high school. Oh. And, yeah, and then um, I started working basically when I was about 14, doing like God. kids' birthday parties <laughs> here and there. And then I dropped out two years later when I was about 16. Mm-hmm. And um, I just continued working at different like events and uh, working for different brands and everything. And it's, it's, it just, I just realized how fun it is being an adult and everything. And um, I guess around the time I was 18, probably, mm-hmm. my mom realized, she's like, okay, I think it's time for you to figure out a way to get into uni. And I was like, oh, like, you know, when you get a taste of that freedom, adult <laughs> life, yeah, freedom, adult life, you're just like, okay, no, like, there's no way I'm going to go back to studying. That's why even with kids that go and get, get out there and have their gap years, I don't understand how they manage to actually go back to studying. I have, I've never met a single person that managed to go back to, into studying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then um, I actually managed to get into a university just because of my CV, not even, not even because, I mean, I was a high school dropout. No uni would ever accept me, but there was one that did, mm-hmm. and I was just about to get into it, and for some reason, something told me not to. So I, that was the year that I met my husband. Like, basically, if I went into, I went for that uni, I probably wouldn't have met him. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Everything I didn't happens go to, for a reason, so. Literally, literally. It's so crazy to me until now that for some reason, like, something stopped me from going to uni. And yet, I was so scared because I was like, what, are, what am I going to do? If I don't go to uni, I'm a high school dropout. No one will ever take me seriously. I don't like I was so scared. But at the same time, I was like, it's OK. It's all right. I'll figure it out. No worries. <laughs> and, somehow, and you did. Like, uh, yeah, I really did. Like, I would even really say you're, you've got it together more than people who actually did go to uni. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You honestly oh my god like until now I can't believe it because I was so scared I was I was I've been overthinking my entire future as well as my mom mainly obviously because she's a single parent all of her I mean hopes and her trust I mean her entire life revolves around making my sister and I just figure our whole thing out our whole lives out you know yeah so now that I'm married and thanks to my husband, he gave me the, I guess, the comfort to figure everything out by myself, you know? That's, that's really <laughs> like, great. Uh, yeah, thank God. Like, I give all the credits also to him, not just my mom and my sister, but definitely someone that really inspired me and someone that really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone to do something that really means a lot to me Mm -hmm. you know not just not just different work related things that would just get me money or i don't know like a like shallow basically yeah passion Mm. project yeah he gave me a lot of 
um, comfort and freedom to be able to do that, which I'm really, really grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so great, really. I mean, to meet someone who is, has such similar interests and hobbies as you and yeah. like you said the way it happened it was so special and oh yeah I mean everyone I'm, I'm everyone just, wants a partner like that so, oh my god right. I'm I'm so blessed like I wish I could literally put it into words and especially anyone that's met us or met him would really know how rare of a human being he is it's insane. It's literally insane. Like, it's just too good. Too good to The be. way you speak about him, I think anyone who yeah. listens to this <laughs> is going to feel like, wow, this person must be like the most insane yeah. ever. You know, really though, like, it's just, it's just incredible. <laughs> He's probably going to be blushing when he hears this. <laughs> oh, I'm going to play to him and I'm going to be like, see? See, this is how I speak of you behind your back. <laughs> you better appreciate it. <laughs> no, but he definitely knows. He definitely knows. Bless. Yeah. So on the other side of, you know, positivity, what would you say, have you had any negative comments from anyone before or haters? Um, I've, unfortunately, like starting off NBA, I had negative comments from people closest to me strangely enough it was so weird which kind of made me kind of um i guess block out literally everyone else in my life like i started focusing mainly on the platform and people that i see myself going further with when mm-hmm. it comes to my platform, you know, everyone else, I just literally blocked it out. And I'm, I'm just not talking to anyone about anything NBA related anymore. Um, there were like a couple of people that knew about my platform before it took off. Yeah. And then uh, the day, literally the day I announced it, they figure out a way to just basically push me down and, make me feel weak during my most vulnerable time and it was like people people that you considered your friends yeah unfortunately like one of the literally like probably four or five people that knew about the platform before it took off so which really like it was so it was so strange to me because i got so much support from yeah. so many people I never even met, I don't even know. And then I got basically backstabbed during my most vulnerable time, you wow. know, by someone so close to me, which has been slightly traumatizing, but I've been through worse. <laughs> I can easily say I've been through worse. So it's fine. And You're I've been better dra- off without them. Yeah, 100%. And I've been blessed literally right after announcing the platform um which in like in i've been gifted by god such a such a huge blessing which made me have like kind of slight trouble focusing on my platform temporarily mm-hmm. and i'm waiting for the time to announce it so um maybe i'm thinking should i announce it now yes <laughs> like, oh my god uh, an exclusive 
<laughs> I literally an exclusive. So um I've been pregnant. Oh my four god. Months. Congratulations. Four months pregnant. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. And I found out literally a like couple not even a week, couple of days into announcing NBA. Wow. So it's been very, very overwhelming. For sure. <laughs> That's such extreme. a beautiful blessing. Oh Thank I'm you. so happy for you. Thank you so much. So that's why I had one baby, which is NBA. Now I have another baby that I need to figure out a way to like multitask and focus on. Yeah. It's just a lot. (laughs) That's why it's been taking me a while with replying to emails and messages and everything. Mm, For sure. I'd like to apologize on my part. (laughs) No, don't worry about it. We're just happy to have you on. And now we get this exclusive. So everything's forgotten. Thank you. No, thank yeah. you. Oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> um, I know we talked about um, masks. I just want to touch on this topic. Um, with COVID-19, it was really tough for a lot of people with the lockdown and quarantine and everything. How did that affect you? Did, did, did you have any trouble with it? Or was it something more of like a blessing I mean, in disguise? It was definitely like a bit of both, a blessing and a curse. In the beginning, it was really, really, um, in a way, tough for both of us. I mean, mainly for me, because I'm an extrovert. I like being out. I like going out. I love my freedom. My husband's basically an introvert. Like, he Mm -hmm. loves staying at home watching his shows, eating, sleeping, and all of that. (laughs) I like going out. And considering the amount of events we go to on a weekly basis mm-hmm. before everything happened before the quarantine and everything and the amount of friends we see on a weekly basis it just felt so strange for me alone to just be away from everyone mm-hmm. and just be surrounded by him only 24 mm-hmm. 7 but at the same time after it kind of did kick in the reality and realizing that there's no way we can avoid this like Mm -hmm. this is something that's happening to literally the entire world yeah i took it as a blessing and i realized i should be more appreciative to the time i have with him alone because he works he works all the time (laughs) every single day he comes back from work he naps then we spend time with his family so i barely had any time with him Mm-hmm. that was like fulfilling enough in a way yeah. for me and so this quarantine time like during the past couple of months just such a blessing such a blessing honestly being able to just spend every single day 24 7 with him and he couldn't work he couldn't go to work so it was really great <laughs> that was like my honestly my happiest months this year (laughs) yeah I think a lot of people felt that way even though there was so much that we couldn't do I think like if you look at on the negatives that's all you're gonna see so it's always best to look on the bright side of what you do get to enjoy yeah I mean the amount of time most people got to spend with their families you know like I don't think anyone really gets that much time with their families alone for sure you know not focusing on anything not going out so it's it's honestly been great. I mean, 
it could be way worse. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, it's not that bad anymore, I guess, with some of the restrictions being eased. Obviously, with everyone still needs to be careful and safe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least now we can but, leave the house for a little bit. Yeah. And I think we managed to manage a way to stay safe even while going out, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. As long as you wear your mask, you keep you keep your distance, we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Um so Tamila, apart from this obviously amazing exclusive, what is <laughs> other another one thing that not many people know about you? I'm actually really pretty much an open book. <laughs> That's one question that I always think about like is there anything people don't know about me but unfortunately I'm a, <laughs> I'm pretty much a, an open book now after telling you this my exclusive <laughs> there's literally nothing <laughs> cuz currently no one knows no one knows about this wow. what I told you <laughs> yeah I've been hiding it for basically 4 months and yeah this is um, this is it's good. good you're hiding it i mean i'm <laughs> i i, I mean i'll be announcing it superstitious <laughs> so i always think that it's better <laughs> to keep some some special things to yourself until you know, the right moment definitely. yeah i mean i wanted to tell everyone i guess i mean all of my friends after 3 months mm-hmm. uh, and i wanted to announce it to my followers after 3 months but now and i And now I'm like a bit I I'm loving, you know, the comfort of just not telling anyone, not talking about it, just just you and your having, husband enjoying it. Yeah, just having it all for us. But honestly, I already did this photo shoot which was like kind of for my announcement, like a maternity one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for the photos to be edited and to be sent to us by the photographer and then hopefully sometime in the next week or so mm-hmm. I'll be announced. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So we have come to an exciting part of our show where I'll ask you a couple of rapid fire questions just first thing yeah. off the top of your head. Okay? Perfect. Um Are you a Nike or an Adidas fan? Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> currently Nike. Okay. Uh your favorite streetwear designer? Streetwear designer. Mm-hmm. Um Brain Dead. Ooh, okay. Uh favorite song at the moment? Ooh, favorite song. Um uh what was I listening to? Probably something from Sade. That's like what I've been craving lately. Shade like um is it a crime? Mm, okay. <laughs> Her song. I'll have to check that out. Um and <laughs> lastly, I'll change up the question. I was going to ask you your guilty yeah. pleasure food, but do you have any food that you've been craving that's like out of the ordinary since your pregnancy? Literally everything I've been usually craving before pregnancy was like fast food and like all the basically bad food Chocolate. and as, yeah but as soon as i got pregnant the only thing my body has been craving is just soups salads and green juices it's so strange literally the weirdest thing <laughs> my husband just really like thanks god for this every day 
was like, thank God she's not giving some weird, uh, like, combos of food and everything. <laughs> but specifically, Tom Yam Soup. That's, that's one thing I, I could have literally every single day. It's, it's so satisfying. Oh, I love it. And uh, surprisingly, I had no morning sickness, nothing the entire pregnancy. Wow. So uh, it's the entire process has been such a blessing. Like n- stress-free, it's so calm. That's so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I hope it stays that way and that it all goes perfectly and smoothly. Um, okay, and before we wrap up, let us do our green pill moment. And my question yeah. to you is, what green pill advice would you give to your younger self? Um, when I saw this question initially, I was thinking about what advice I would give to my future child. Mm-hmm. And uh, to my... Yeah, to my future child, and definitely would be not to take life too seriously. You know, whatever is meant for you is meant for you. There's no way, there's absolutely no way you can avoid your destiny, your path, life. No matter how hard you try to force things onto you, onto your life, it's just whatever is meant to happen will happen regardless. That's something I, I wish I realized sooner. Mm-hmm. that way I would have just let life take me whatever it wants to take me and I would have just been so stress-free but because of the I guess society's expectations here and yeah. there you just you kind of get forced to just overthink every single aspect of your life and it's just just so <laughs> stressful especially so, for yeah. women <laughs> yeah oh my god exactly so honestly just go with the flow you know and the most important thing about when it comes to anything any job any interest any hobby you have um is just consistency that's what i've realized one thing that helped me get to where i am is definitely consistency from shooting from taking pictures to collecting sneakers is just genuine love for what I do and consistency. Just don't stop <laughs> doing what you do and you'll get to where you have to be, where you deserve to be. Yeah. You know? I'm a strong believer in that as well. Like I love just, I really do think that everything happens for a reason. I know it's super cliche, but like, I just feel yeah. like even when things go south, you know, in the future, yeah you know, at some point you're going to realize, oh, okay, I'm actually glad that happened. 100%. Especially yeah. when you have a good relationship with God and really strong relationship with God and your religion. Yes, yeah. that's that's all you have to have. Like just trust. In yeah. Trust and faith. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. My God, thank you so much for sharing thank your you. Such like such an inspiring and exciting story and you're exclusive. I'm so happy. Um, And I'm so sure that everyone's going to love listening to this and getting to know you better. Um, Would you like to, sorry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for reaching out and thank you for all this. It's been such a pleasure, honestly. Um, do you want to share with the listeners where they could follow you on social media? Um, yeah, my Instagram at is just Kochkarova Tamila, mm-hmm. and my platform is 
noboysallowed.ae. Awesome. And thank you again so much for joining me today, Tamila. I wish you and No Boys Allowed and your pregnancy all the best. And thank you this so has been much. great. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.